Welcome to the Wrong Advice Podcast. I'm your host, John Picciuto, and I am pleased to have along with me today my dear friend, Ashley Gatton. Ashley, how are you? Good. How are you, John? Oh, I'm doing so good. I know we've been talking about this for a while. This is uh, something that I've been really looking forward to. Obviously, I-, I was trying to remember how long we've known each other. Do you remember? It's like four or five years. I mean, how long have you been back in L.A.? I was... Honestly, I was trying to think of that because I was wondering, I was like, have we just been friends since Trump was president or were we friends like when the world was normal? (laughs) Yeah. You know, and I was like, I feel like I'm trying to think I moved to New York, um, 2012 and I think we met or we talked, we tweeted, what is it? We tweeted, you tweeted, (laughs) um, yeah, like five years, I think maybe. It's a good time. I mean, like that that's a pretty solid Thanks. friendship. Five years. That's legit. Yeah, it is. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. Um, so yeah, so we met on Twitter, which is hilarious. I don't remember the like initial interaction. You either someone retweeted you or I liked it or something. It was hilarious. You were funny. We started DMing. Uh I was trying to hit on you, and then we had probably the worst 15 minute date in the history of dates. And then I was like, all right, we're just going to be friends. Right. And you're like, yeah, that'd be great. (laughs) But actually, honestly, I've told you this. It was actually nice to like go on a date with someone and like zero pressure. Yeah. And then actually just be friends. Like, I don't think I've ever really like I go on dates with guys and if they're shitty, I just like try and ghost them and they still, (laughs) But I was like, well, no, this guy's cool. We had such a good banter leading up to, you know, whatever, going on that quote unquote date. But it was like pretty easy to know within that like five minute period that this was a friendship, not anything more. But I think I agree. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Five years. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Besties for five years. I know. It's great. Uh, how long have you been back in L.A. now? Let's see. I moved back here in June of 2018. Nice. So almost three years. Yeah, it's crazy. Time certainly flies. How's uh, how's the last year been for you? Obviously, COVID's been a nightmare. Um, I think you got your shot nightmare. this morning. Congratulations. I did. That's awesome. Thank you. You got yours, right? Yeah, um, Monday. So two weeks, I get yeah. my second one. Um, so I'm pretty excited. You know, being single in a pandemic, unlike you, has not been uh, that great. No, I know. I feel like all my single friends are, I mean, I feel like half of them haven't had sex in like a year. And I'm I'm like, also, I don't even know how someone could even meet someone. I mean, are you, I know, well, I know you were on dating apps throughout the pandemic, but I'm like. I've been on and off. Yeah, it comes and goes. I'm back on now because it's feeling, you know, the weather weather is getting better. So, you know, outdoor dining is going to be a thing again and occupancy is coming up. So it feels like we can start getting back to normal. But I mean, initially, I had just become single when the pandemic hit. So I was on the apps. Then after doing some of those like FaceTime dates and really, really awkward shit, I deleted them. And uh, yeah, I'm not going to confirm or deny how long it's been since I've had sex, but it's definitely not been uh, the best uh, year of my life for sure. I know I it was I remember seeing on TikTok and stuff that people like were doing virtual first dates. And it's I mean, that is it's so weird. Yeah, I don't like online dating in general. I don't think you can really get to know someone over an app. Um, it's like super superficial, like you're really matching because that you think they're good looking. And then it's like the same conversation. What's your favorite movie? What's your favorite food? What's your favorite thing? Let's go get a drink. And then it's like chemistry, right? So I don't Mm -hmm. know, being that I've been single for a year, I've had a lot of time to think about this. So, uh, yeah, it's been interesting. How, uh, how long have you and your boyfriend been together? Um, it'll be two years in July. Oh, awesome. So yeah, so I was here for like, is that right? Did I move here in 2018? Actually, well, yes, it was 2018. Um, and I moved here and I moved to West Hollywood and I lived with my sister. Um, and I was like not interested in, in dating because I feel like I was leaving New York and I was like, 
and I still think it compared to LA dating in New York is like, it's a whole, I feel like they both have their pros and their cons. Like in LA, I feel like you meet a lot of like, for me, like I'm well also for men, but like fake people and actors and actresses, which I always thought I was like, no, that can't be true. And then I remember I got on the dating apps when I moved here and I was like, Oh, everyone has like modeling pictures and they all like, don't really have a job and they all somehow are rich. Um, but in New York, it's all like finance and Republicans and bro <laughs> guys and just like guys who don't want to settle down. Yeah, no, for um, sure. It's crazy, but. So you got lucky. How did you guys meet? So I got, I downloaded Bumble as soon as I moved here, obviously. Um, and I was like, it was crazy. Honestly, just scrolling through Bumble here, the pictures, they're all like, like face shots, like actual modeling, headshots. acting pictures, <laughs> headshots. Yeah. Not even real. And I was like, this is unbelievable. Like they all look gay. Like all the guys, like not my type. And I had it and then I deleted it. And I guess he says we matched on there. And he remembered that my name didn't have an E and he like searched me on Facebook. Cause you know how it has like your work on there or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he found my Facebook, sent me a message. I ignored determination. it. I like this a lot. Stalkerish almost, but uh, determination. No, I like um, whatever. In the, it worked in the out. message, <laughs> it did. It doesn't matter now. In yeah, the right. message, she was like, this might be inappropriate. I found you through Google or whatever he said. Um, I'd like to take you out. And I ignored it because I don't know. And then he messaged me again on Instagram like six months later. And I was like at work and all my coworkers were like, just go out with them. Like, whatever, try it out. And I did. And I like immediately knew as soon as I saw him, I was like, wow, this guy's like. And he was like kind of like from NorCal, which was kind of cool. Um so yeah, I mean, now we live together and we're happily in love. That's amazing. So it yeah. does happen for people. That's so good it to does, know. I swear. <laughs> it's so nice to know. No, because I mean, I I feel like for the vast majority of our five year friendship, it's been you and I bitching about our dating lives. So I obviously know. not as of of late. Um, but that's so great. I'm so happy. That like gives me just a smidge of hope that like well like that's when you would tell me like your dating stories or like your experience I'm like it's funny seeing it from a guy's perspective because I feel like we you say things and I would say like I'm like oh yeah I feel like I've experienced that but from a guy and then like I'm like why would a girl say that to you or do that to you and then you probably think the same when I tell you things about guys and it's like I mean, there are normal people in the world. It's just hard to find them. Yeah, because it's just bogged down in so many fucking weird, crazy people. <laughs> They're so weird. People are so weird. So how many dates did you go on out in L.A. before you got with your boyfriend now? I mean, did you go out at all? You said I, you downloaded the app, so. Yeah, I went on one. Was it um, terrible? And, like, John, okay, first of all, okay, I don't even remember what his pictures look like. I don't even remember what he looked like. I remember my sister was like, that's not your type, but like, go for it. And I was like, okay. And I, we must've had good conversation. And he came, he picked me up, which was not a good idea. I feel like that's not, I mean, why would I let that happen? But he came and picked me up and we went to like get drinks and he was like so clean shaven and like manicured and like super <laughs> tan and I was like, the whole time, I was like, oh, my God, I hate this. Did like, you get Botox, like bro? Bro, did you have Botox? I know, right? Like, do you get your eyebrows waxed? Like, <laughs> I don't even do that. Um, and then he brought me home, and it was just miserable. And then I, I feel like he kept asking to hang out. And I was like, why? Like, we did not have a good time. And then I had to block him on Instagram because I think he was like, because I feel like guys, if you kind of like show them not, no interest, they start to kind of be like an asshole, but like in a flirty way. Yeah. 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 And he would like respond to my Instagram stories, like kind of being mean, but like kind of wanting to like make me talk to him or something. Oh, so he was, but, he was negging you. Yeah, exactly. Lame. 
totally like, lame. No. Let me tell you about something that I just went through <laughs> that's thrown me for a bit of a loop. So I matched with this girl. Um, she was yeah. super protective of like Instagram and phone numbers and whole yards. She's got like kind of an important job. And like, I get that. She wanted to make sure I wasn't a psycho before that happened. Um, and it's fine. So like we took our time getting to know each other. It was super nice. Couple weeks talking, blah, blah, through the app. Finally started, uh, you know, hooked up on Instagram or whatever. So she's following me. I'm following her. It's all good. She's laughing at my stories and blah, blah, blah. It's good. We're trying to set up a time to go out. You know, the world's weird, whatever. Randomly, like last week, she just stopped responding to my text messages, but she still looks at all my Instagram stories. She still follows me. I'm like, this is so fucking weird. What are we doing? Why? Why is this happening? Like, if you're not interested, cool. But like, you don't have to ignore like the three text messages that I sent you. Just be like, yeah, you seem super nice, but like not interested, whatever. Yeah. But it's like people don't do that. Anymore. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong. I know. In my 20s, I was like ghost city by whatever. But like we're the same age. We're in our 30s. Like be a bit more cool about yeah. it or mature and just be like, you know, you seem like a nice guy. But no. But like also like unfollow me on Instagram. It's super weird. Like stop liking my stuff I but know. ignoring my texts. It's like getting rejected in 2021 and beyond is like I now have to get rejected on seven different social media platforms text messages facetimes phone calls it's like you just can't win it's you're denied everywhere (laughs) and don't you think like i would think by the as we get older it would get a little better and i feel like it it gets worse like and maybe it's because of social media and just how how much contact point of contacts we have but you would think talking to like a 30 year old woman she would i mean i would at least be like hey like, you're cool, but, like, I'm not interested. Or the world's weird. I'm not ready. You know? It's- 100%. I mean, I'm like that. Like, even just through the apps or if we exchange numbers. Like, listen, if we don't have anything in common and we're just getting to know each other for getting to know each other's sake, I'm going to just be like, listen, this is – I don't see this going anywhere. Like, we match because yeah. we have mutual attraction. Maybe you had a funny quote. But, like, there's no point in just, like – Granted, maybe six months ago, there was point in just wasting each other's time because there was nothing to do. Yeah, exactly. But like as things get normal, you know, you would hope that, you know, I don't know. It's just a weird world. <laughs> I'm I'm very envious that you so found your, your man's hashtag man's. Um, when you guys get married, am I invited to the wedding? So we want to elope. We've always thought that. Okay, so um, I'll meet you in Vegas. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's where it will be. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. Um, I don't know how single people were doing 2020. Like, or also, do you feel like, I mean, not that COVID's over or the pandemic's over, but like moving forward, has it changed your opinion about like being in like the germ sense of the word, like, like now I feel like I could never go to a gym again. I just don't want to go to a gym. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, it was so gross. I can't never. believe I did yep. that. And like, why will I'm I like ever go to a I'm movie like, again? I'm with you. Yeah. 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 And then I'm like dating. I was like, I wonder, I don't even know if I could like thinking of meeting a stranger and like hugging and kissing them. <laughs> yeah. And you don't even know them. I'm like, think of the stuff we did. Yeah. And now we like, I don't know. I joked early on uh, when COVID happened that like as a single guy dating, like I used to really have to worry about getting herpes. Like that was my biggest fear. But like herpes, as terrible as as it is, wouldn't necessarily kill me. Pretty sure it wouldn't kill me at all. But like, cool, I go out on a date, I get COVID and fucking die. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. Do you have to like date someone for two weeks before you kiss them and then hope that they're not like going out and like... Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, you have to be like, what vaccine did you get? Like, what? It's so insane. It is insane. I mean, I did a couple over the summer, a couple um, like socially distanced dates. Um, You know, we went to a park. um, Yeah. Went hiking. But like, it it just, you know, I don't know. I've recently learned, and you're going to laugh at me for this, but, you know, had a lot of time on my hands. I learned that my love languages are uh, quality time and physical touch. Well, pretty much can't do either of those in a pandemic. So it's been doubly bad for me. But then now the dating environment, like you just said, has changed. So it's like, yeah, having to, you know, reevaluate so much. It's just so fucking weird. (laughs) 
I know. I can't. And I we've said this a million times when we talk, like every time something crazy happened in the world, like even before COVID, like just Trump doing whatever or any social thing that goes on, we're like, God, the world cannot get any crazier. I can't believe this. And like, it just gets crazier and crazier. I know. I, I had this conversation with my brother earlier this week. You know, obviously that hate crime shooting in Atlanta, that was yeah. fucking I don't know why, number one, the media is not calling it a hate crime, which is insane to me. But number two, like, I'm trying to understand fully whether these instances of, like, racial, um, you know, killings and, and profiling and, like, all this terrible shit is happening more or because we have so much more access to technology and communication mm -hmm. that it's just reported more. So mm -hmm. it's, like, really hard... Like you're looking at all these things, it's it's every day now. There's some black guy who gets killed by a cop. There's some Asian person who gets beat up because of the coronavirus. It's something every day. It's like just staggering, and it's like, okay, was this happening all the time? And maybe we just didn't have Facebook and Twitter, or yeah, or not. And I really don't know. All I know is it just yeah. is demoralizing on a daily basis. There's nothing like positive about humanity other than this amazing vaccine that they cooked up in like a year. Awesome. Yeah. Go, go us. But like everything else is a shit show. Yeah, exactly. I know. I feel like when the, all the, I know like the cop stuff and the black people, like all that, I'm like, I know that was, ha I know that's been happening for centuries and now it's just, everything's being recorded. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's just weird to me that like, like, do you, did you watch the bachelor? Oh, fuck. Yeah, of course. I know. I know you're obsessed with The Bachelor. It's you, Twitter. Like, live it's, tweet it. it. I have to. That's why I started watching it originally. <laughs> I have a serious Twitter addiction. When they go to a pay model, I'm going to be like, all right, I can cut myself off. It's like Twitter is my hair. You really do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, like, you know how the girl, Rachel, like she got in trouble for her pictures or whatever. But, you know, like during the summer when all the black lives matter things were happening and like all these like white influencers or white people were like, Oh, I'm working on like learning or researching, or I'm reading these books or watching these movies. And I was telling my boyfriend, I was like, I, it's hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that people have to learn about racism and have to learn. And then he was like, no, it's more like them unlearning to not be racist. I'm like, yeah. And it's, and I guess maybe be, I mean, some people are just, you know, people raised in the South, like that's just their normal. Like they don't even know, like, mm -hmm. but I'm like, how do you not know to not be racist or not, not like a group of people because of what they look like? Yeah, it, it is a hundred percent a learned thing, unfortunately. And like, totally. Um, yeah. I mean, the South is, is weird like that. Um, they, they definitely, it's ingrained in them from a young age, like. You know, I went to school in West Virginia. There were Confederate flags at every football tailgate. You know, that's like not something you see yeah. in New Jersey. Um, yeah. And, you know, you think about it, like what we're like 60 years removed from the civil rights movement. That's like not an entire generation yet. So it's not that much time that we've put behind this uh, shit. But yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't feel like we've made any real progress. And, you know, now you're just seeing it crop up against multiple ethnicities. I mean, after 9-11, it was Muslims mm -hmm. and Arabs. Now, after the coronavirus, it's Asians. I mean, it's unfortunately always been black people and Hispanic people who've been profiled by this stuff. But it just gets tiring. Like, it's just, it's always ever present. And like, how do it is. you know, I would love to say like, oh, raise my hand. This is how we fix this. There's no answer. There's just none. Because until people are like... Right brought up in a world where this is not an issue anymore it's gonna always be an issue it's like it's just it's right. dra it's draining it's it's super super draining it's hard yeah it's exhausting it yeah it's exhausting it's like it's not it's not gonna end until people stop raising little racist bastards you know <laughs> yeah easier said than done especially after like the last four years <laughs> i know it's like they got like yeah exactly you brought up rachel from the bachelorette or bachelor excuse me i uh i don't know if did you watch like the last episode or whatever where she like kind of copped everything i kind of liked what she said you know she someone said she, the the emmanuel Acho asked the question like um do you regret what you did and she was like no like it's hard for me to regret something that i did unknowingly didn't realize and i was like that's a very genuine, genuine answer. She's honestly being like, I didn't know this behavior was wrong and that's not an excuse, 
but like at least she wasn't like yeah i knew what i was doing was wrong and i did it anyway like i i like when people are just super like genuine about their fuck ups she was like i didn't know this yeah. was a problem at then i didn't realize i didn't think about it and that is a problem yeah. in and of itself but also being able to be super you know transparent about it was kind of nice i mean i don't think her life's over like she's very young I think she'll bounce back from this. She's got her 500,000 Instagram followers or whatever. She can sell her tummy tea and whatnot. Um, it's just disappointing. Yeah. I mean, I read this morning that Matt James deleted all of his, his Instagram pictures and and his tweets and everything. And like, he seems to be going through a really tough time. And I don't think that's fair. Um, he He's had a rough go of it. And, and like that to me is disappointing. Yeah. He seems like such a good guy, someone that you root for and like want to see be happy and successful and... He's clearly going through it right now. It's it's pretty shitty. Yeah, like that's what he was saying to her. He was like, because she was like upset. And he's like, I'm sorry you're upset, but I can't take the responsibility for that. But yeah, it's like, I mean, to her defense, she didn't know any better, but that's a problem in itself. But mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not like for cancel culture, but I mean, sometimes it's it's needed, but like, I get the the antebellum thing is terrible and whatever, but I'm like, it's not like they were wearing like KKK hoods sure. and just like running amok everywhere. So it's like, it's a, it was weird. I feel like this season, it was so weird to me. Like Claire's season was weird. Yeah. Probably be, I mean. Well, cause she fell in love yeah. within five seconds of the fucking, I mean, that was fake. I know. They definitely like, were DMing before the, the show. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. That's a lie. You, I'm sorry. I mean, I know you've met your boyfriend and you're super in love, but like within like 30 seconds where you're like, yo, I'm marrying this guy. Oh, stop nodding your head. I, <laughs> no, Seriously? I, like fucking 30 seconds? Cause no, that's what it no. was like, but they had such. No. Yeah. It, I was going to say Claire and Dale. Before. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Okay. Um, but she, that, I don't know, that season was so, that also feels like five years ago. I feel like yeah, it time does. is so weird. Time is I mean, super weird. Speaking of time, where that, do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 totally kidding. I feel like that's a, that's an interview question that I hate when people ask me when I'm in an interview and I was like, and I, I don't know, rich. Yeah. Ho no. Hopefully not working for you. <laughs> yeah. Right, like not exactly. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I gotta say, th this has felt like both the longest and shortest year of my life. I mean, I didn't get to celebrate my thirty-fifth birthday. That was super lame. Like, I, I'd planned on going to Paris, photographing, just like being there alone, like loving life. And uh, I think I just drank like two bottles of wine by myself. And <laughs> I know it was, it's sad. What do you? Do you have any friends that you see like on Instagram and stuff like traveling and going to Mexico? So not many friends, but like a good number of people who I follow are in and yeah. out of Miami, in and out of Tulum. Uh, I mean, I went on a four week road trip across country, but, you know, I was by myself. I was wearing masks everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm perplexed by that. I mean, to each their own, I guess, if you don't have concerns about being sick or getting other people sick then yeah, go to Miami, go to Tulum, do whatever you want. It's just not my thing. Like, I, I, you know, when I get my vaccine in two weeks, sure, I'll gladly get on a plane and go somewhere. But I don't know. What, yeah. what, what would be the point? You know? It, yeah. Plus, I've got no yeah. one to go with anywhere. So it's not like yeah. I'm going to hop on a plane and go to Mexico by myself. So what? Like, I lose yeah. my kidneys and my livers and everything. And, and then what? <laughs> like, what's what's the point? But yeah, um, I, I did. How about you? Did you have a lot of people go away? Um, yeah, everyone, I haven't, I've only been to like Palm Springs and stuff, which is like a two hour drive, but, um, no, I feel like I've been honestly inside my house for a full year and it, I feel like I'm getting like now, since I'm not working, I'm feeling like, and I knew this was going to happen when I started to notice, I'm like, oh, maybe we're going to be in quarantine for a lot longer than we think like maybe this is longer than a, a month or two weeks or whatever they said. And I was like, maybe I should like find a new hobby or like focus on something or whatever. And I just didn't do any of that. And now I'm like, I wish I started something a year ago because you know, but you have, it's never, too I don't late. know the less, 
Yeah, I know. And I feel like, like, you're so good at that. Like, Thank you. maybe you're welcome. You just like, feel like you can, you have the like balls and the confidence to just like do whatever you feel like doing. And I'm like, no, I can't do that. I'm too old or I'm not going to be good at it. And you're just like, fuck it. I'm going to do it Buy this podcast system and start a podcast. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, what's a few hundred bucks? I mean, I didn't go anywhere this year. I didn't travel yeah. anywhere. I can spend a couple hundred bucks and try to make a podcast and I'm loving it. I mean, we've only been talking for, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Uh, this is so great. It's really nice to have conversations with people, especially, you know, like you, I haven't seen you in a couple, well, when was I in LA last? I guess 2019. So I haven't seen you in person yeah. in, in two years. I haven't seen like my cousin or anybody in, in a while. So like doing these like podcasts is like a little bit of therapy, a little bit of fun. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's the same reason why I started taking pictures. It's the same reason why, you know, seven, eight years ago I was writing, you know, it's just, just do it. Like if there's something you want to do, yeah. do it. What's to hold you back? The only thing holding you back yeah. is, is you. I mean, plus yeah. you have a really, really good opportunity on your hands right now to make a decision about what you want to do for the next five years or, or longer. I know. So figure, I mean, like I know. do whatever you want. Start doing something. Say, hey, I want to be a yoga teacher. Start doing yoga. And then you're like, fuck that. I don't want to do that. I want to make my own Spanx. I don't know. Whatever. You just fucking figure it out and do it. There, there's nothing holding you back except for yourself. And I feel like I've been saying this ever since when I moved to New York and I was like so into like oh, I want to have, I want to be the director at a huge fashion company. And I was all about work. And in New York, I feel like you're fueled by everyone around you. Everyone wants to do well and be successful. Everyone's grinding and working and, you know, barely sleeping. And when I moved here, everyone's like laid back and like, has like no real job or whatever. But <laughs> I feel like I've been saying for like the past, like five, maybe even longer years, like, oh, I, I want to do, I want to try this, but I don't, cause I'm like, I don't want to start all over and be, you know, the oldest person working this career or whatever. And I'm like, had I just started when I said that I would, ugh, it's such a I bad, don't know. It's such a bad attitude. If you were like 85 years old, I would still tell you to do whatever you want to do. I mean, I know. at the end of the day, the only time it's too late is like when you're dead. So like, I, know. I mean, I don't know. Life is short. I think if anything, that's the biggest lesson I've learned in the last year is like it could be gone and over tomorrow or weeks yeah. and like there's no guarantees. Yeah. So just do whatever that thing is that you want to do. There's literally nothing holding you back unless it's like, listen, I want to be a surgeon, in which case you have like eight years and $800,000 in debt to do it. But like there's yeah. nothing holding you back. Just do it. Yeah. Right. I know. You say yeah, right a lot, but like I want a list after we are done recording of like three things that you want to try and like you have to fucking try. <laughs> I know, I should. I just the less I'm do like being in quarantine, I feel like the less I was actually doing, like the more time I had, the less I wanted to do anything. But like when I'm but in New York, I remember and it's so weird to think back. Like I remember working and going to the gym a lot and like doing extracurricular stuff and being motivated to do more and more and more, even though I had less and less time because I was doing more. And here I have all the time in the world, but I just don't want to do anything because I have so much time. Like, I'm like, like, oh, I can do it tomorrow. Yeah. No, that's a, uh, I'm going to send you an article that I read. Um, I'm going to make up this term because it's not what it said in the article. It's like time paradox. It's like when confronted yeah. with infinite amount of time on your hands, you, you will constantly tell yourself, oh, I'll just do it later. Like, I don't need to do laundry today because I can wear the same sweatpants for three days. I'll just do it later. But it's like, it's it was a really interesting article. It was this woman talking about how she's a writer and she put off writing for the entire year she's like i put nothing on paper for the entire year because i was just like oh well i've got all the time tomorrow oh i've got all the time on tuesday and she just kept doing that and uh that there is a paralyzing effect on people when you're like you have all this time to do whatever you want it's like well i can't waste my time and then you end up just watching netflix for seven hours and do nothing exactly. yeah it's super interesting exactly. i've felt that way a lot at, at different points over the last year i mean i got it i took a job uh the beginning of the pandemic and then i got laid off like six months later and 
I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought it'd be there for like five, 10 years or whatever. And then it's like, you know, I've got all this time on my hands. I've worked for 15 years to put myself in a position of like doing what I want. What is the thing that I want? So I picked up my camera and I bought a podcast gear and I started writing again. And I think the more that you start throwing darts, you start seeing the things that like you could be really passionate about. I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, like, I feel like we had this conversation about the Peloton. You're like, eh, I don't know if I should get it. Like, blah, blah, blah. and then like you got it. And you're like, holy shit, I fucking love this thing. Exactly. Like, Dude, exactly. Yeah. So just figure out, like I said, I'm going to, we have a report due at the end of this podcast. <laughs> I need a list of three to five things. And uh, yeah, exactly. Um, so you're in love. That's like a very jealous thing for, for me. Um, I know. Because like I, I've not been in that place in a while um this is completely like not something you need to answer but do you want to have kids so i've never in the in kids and marriage i've never really even like as a little girl like all my friends imagined in their wedding and they've all had these extravagant weddings and now they're all having kids and i've never felt that urge to have a huge wedding i think it's always the money blah 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 but i've also never really seen myself married like with one person I think just because I kept being in relationships and kept getting heartbroken I'm like fuck this I'm there's no way there's one person for me and um the meeting Jake I feel like it wasn't I honestly feel like when I first when he walked into the restaurant I like it's I told you it's like a it's like you when you know you know blah 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 like when I saw him, I was like, oh, well, this guy's like, he's not even, he's not everything I've ever wanted. I just feel like, like that is the person that Completes I don't know. You. It's just weird. Yeah. And when we, it was we the most, it was the like, most reassuring thing for me because like I said, we have had so many conversations about how shitty is out here and you like, yeah. you can get me going on how negative I could be around dating. And like, we bounce that off of one another. And then like literally within a week, like a day, you're like, I met a guy and I think like, he's the one I was like, what? Shut the yeah. fuck up. And like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that's awesome. Um, and, and the reason th that I asked about the kids thing, obviously you've got time on your hands now, but like, you know, I don't necessarily look at my life like five years out. Like that was, that was obviously a joke, but you know, I like to kind of have some glimmer of an idea of where I'm going to be in six months, a year, whatever. So like, I, I, you know, as a woman, I was just wondering like what kind of uh, factor that would play on like where you see yourself, you know, in a few years and a few months. Right. So that, that's, right. yeah. I mean, yeah, I definitely, I know I think about it more than he thinks about it just because I am the woman for all those reasons. But, um, I, I've never, I mean, like I loved raising my sisters. I feel like I was very maternal raising them since I was a little older than them. And like, I did it with my mom and it was like fine. And I always, I never like wanted kids, but the older I get and the more I see all, all my friends have kids, like now they're having like three, four kids. Uh, and with social media, there's some weird thing I feel about. I'm not saying people have kids for social media, but like, <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. That. Do you notice? You know, like I feel. Have you ever like been around I a baby? Be... <laughs> you ever change a diaper like two a.m.? No one is doing it for the gram. <laughs> but I feel like they. No, it's it's a box ticking the... thing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. They are like, okay, we got married. Now we bought the house. Kids. Now we have the kid. Absolutely. And um, yeah. I don't know. Do it, do it all for the gram. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, I could just, I don't want to talk shit about people, but um, no, I just, I also, I've noticed with friends, people that I genuinely know, like in person, how they were, obviously people change when they're single, when they're married and when they have kids, but I feel like once they have kids, there's some, there, something goes on that they just like lose. And well, I get it. You're, it's a whole new chapter well, in your they, life. Like, yeah. They, well, when you stop sleeping for like years at a time, it changes a person. <laughs> they're for, just like. For sure. They're different. <laughs> right? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, no. I. But also, I think I've said this to you. Like, 
regardless for social media, I feel like the world is such a shitty place. I'm like, I don't know if I want to bring a kid into this world. Cause like, I liked how we grew up without social media. Like I think yeah. we had a good, well, child. and like without, and now when I'm on- without like video games and stuff, it's like go outside, come home at dinner time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not a thing and anymore. now I'm like on TikTok. Yeah, I'm Yo, 32 okay. and I'm seeing like I'm I'm, so, I'm wait, I'm so glad you brought up TikTok because so I literally just joined like Monday. I downloaded TikTok and you have a TikTok that has been viewed by like 3 million people and that is just fucking insane to me. Like I know you have like a big time like love-hate relationship with social media. Um but that's fucking nuts. That's like so many people. Okay. It's no, like TikTok is, I I remember when it first came out and I was like, I, my sister was all about it. And I was like, oh, I guess it's just like a different version of Vine or whatever, which I never, never even was on. But like TikTok's different in, and it's a very smart app. And I think it's killing Instagram is you don't need like to be following people to see content, you know, like, so like I would post something not and having no followers, not following anyone. Cause it's just like a constant news feed. You don't need friends. And it would have like thousands of views. And I was like, Oh my God, like this is just going to everyone's phone. Yeah. And then it's, it's like, it's cool. Like it's that. It's so weird. It's cool. Yeah. I, I like it. I was uh, here. Are my couple thoughts on it. Number one, like I posted that hilarious, uh, Forrest Gump video got viewed like a thousand times. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Whatever. Like, I'm getting more impressions on my, like I'm posting a lot of my photos and like short videos and whatnot, and I'm getting more eyeballs to them than I do on Instagram. So for that yeah. reason, I like the app. I've got a, there's so many like disgustingly young girls wearing no clothing, dancing. It's like kind of uncomfortable and I would like a filter where I can be like under 18, please don't show it on my phone. It's like kind of like i'm 35 i don't need to feel like a creep just holding my fucking phone in my hand on a social media app and that and for that that's the only reason why i'm like not sure what i feel about it because it's so young it's so weird but it's cool i I don't mind it but like that thing about it is is weird um you brought up your sister um first of all i think she's i've I've never met her but her gram etc she's got such a really cool uh aesthetic and vibe i think she's like a really cool person and really like i love all the stuff that she does with like black lives matter and and all the other shit show that is going on in this world but you guys have a super close relationship um i don't necessarily know that that's super common with families like i know me and my siblings are insanely close and i've got friends who are very close with their siblings and other people who are are like estranged from their brothers and sisters what do you think it is about your relationship you mentioned kind of like you know you you took care of her at a young age that makes you guys so close Um, I mean, I'm eight years older than her, which I think growing up, it it seemed a lot bigger than it is than it feels now. Um, I think it's a, I think because since I am eight years older, we never were in high school together. Like I was always on like the next part of my life where she was just like starting it. So, um, when I moved to college, she was like eighth grader. I don't know how old she would be, but, um, but now when I moved here, she was like just finishing up college and I was, you know, however old I was, but, um, 29. One, she's, yeah. (laughs) One, she's very, she's very smart and like mature for her age. I think like, it's pretty shocking that I'm eight years older than her. Cause I think she is, seems much older than me in many different ways, but, um, living because living with her here in LA like we never really lived together when we were growing up in a weird way you know like right because she was, she was like a baby and, yeah right yeah and then I was in high school and then I was in college and she was finally becoming her own little person um so moving into LA with her and living with her we I feel like we just became friends on top of being sisters but yeah like I feel like she's I mean, I'm super protective over her and I know she is protective over me, but now, especially being in quarantine with her for like half of the year, um, yeah, we're just, I don't know. Like I see her, she's like my best friend 
And she says she wouldn't be my friend if we weren't sisters because she thinks I'm like a, a big dork and I'm like weird. We were driving the other day and she was, and I was driving and she's like, if I saw you on the road, I would hate you. Like I would flip you off because you don't know how to drive. Like she does like not get it, but, um, that's hysterical. Yeah, no. Well, and she's like, she's like Gen Z and like, I've never really realized like us millennials are like, you know, losers compared like to them, but Gen Z, Gen Z gives me baby fever. Like, I feel like they are, there's like, the, they need the to be like coddled <laughs> and yeah. like help and along then there's the way. The ones that are like, yeah. And then, you know, they're the ones that are like out in the streets protesting, beating up cops, but like, you know, they don't want to call the doctor to like make an appointment because they're too scared. <laughs> it's like, they're just yeah. a very like interesting group of people. And I feel like it's very admirable. I mean, also, since like the pandemic, like since she graduated college, she's been trying to get a job and then the pandemic happened and she's like, I couldn't even imagine trying to get into the workforce. Oh, yeah. Now. It's like 2008. I mean, like when I graduated it college, it was this bad then, you know, it's history it's like, repeating itself, unfortunately. It is. It's exactly what it is. Um, I think it's I know, great, though. I mean, whole... it's it's super nice uh, because I think the one thing like, well, one of the very important lessons that. Uh, you know the pandemic teaches you is uh time as like a resource and and as a commodity like we have a finite amount of it and then like what's super important because like when the world gets locked down and you can't see your friends and you can't go to work and you can't be social the only thing there Mm -hmm. for you is your family and uh, Mm -hmm. I think I've gotten I mean I've been lucky enough that me and my siblings are super close to begin with you know tight-knit Italian family but um, we've gotten so close over the last year it's just it's it's just been super nice and it's nice that you know I see that with you and your sister as well it's it's just it I don't think it's as common as like you would have expected when we were kids as it is right now. so it's, right. it's it's nice it's something that I, I I feel like you guys are your your own hype people and like you hype each other up and like you're each other's biggest fans and it's just super endearing. And, and I really like that. Thanks, John. Yeah, no, she's incredible, but you're a twin. Are you older or younger than your brother? My brother is two years younger than me. Three years, two years. I was a senior. He was a sophomore. Yeah. So I was 85. Yeah. He's 87. So he's two years younger and he's going to have his third kid in like I a know. month. But like, to be fair, I so like, like th- they- th- this is like how, people differ like i'm a sagittarius and i didn't start learning much about like astrology until recently um but i am exactly a sagittarius like from what i've read my brother i don't know my sister's a sagittarius oh nice does that mean that we're friends like does that mean like do male and female Leo's and Sa- sagittarius yeah. they're friends i don't know yeah. how i don't know how any of that stuff works but like my brother is january 21st whatever sign that might be He's had his entire life planned out for himself since he was like in second or third grade. He's like, I'm going to go to yeah. college. I'm going to get a, an awesome job. I'm going to get married. I'm going to have kids. That's what I want to do with my life. And he's done it. And like, he's killing life. He he couldn't be happier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I know it's, I was going to yeah. say, you're like in this flux period of your life. What are you like most proud of for yourself? Like today sitting here talking to me. So I, that's like something my mom always like tries to, I feel like I'm not proud of anything and I like shit on myself and I know I shouldn't do that. And yeah, that's not good. But I mean, I'm proud of like myself, like moving to New York on my own, you know, and I'm proud of like moving to Los Angeles and I'm proud that I don't still live in my hometown. I am proud that I'm not married with kids and like, settling like sure with the wrong person because i yeah and i feel like i could have done that multiple times and i you know probably at the time i was like oh no this is who i want to settle down with and now looking back i'm like i cannot believe i ever thought that about that person and you know i couldn't even imagine having like any kids or or any of that stuff so like i'm proud of like that i just feel like i compare success with like a job and yeah, you got to break. That I up. feel like it's how, yeah. And I think it's how we were like raised, like, like, I, agree I wish, you. you know, like, I feel like in high school, like in high school, you're like, okay, where do you want to go to college? And like, what do you want to study? 
and you're 17, 18, like you have no fucking idea, like what 100%. you want to do. And, and also what you choose then is not, I, that's just crazy to me that that's like how you're, things you're, work. Like you're, you're preaching to the choir on that one. Uh, on, I think episode four or five, I had like an existential conversation with myself. And like, one of the things I said is like, so much of our life is like you're in high school, you sit down with the counselor and you're like, okay, here's the 10 colleges that you can get into. Which one do you want to go mm-hmm. to? And like, then you get right. to college and they're like, these are the four degrees that you're able to get, like pick one of these. And right. like, maybe when I was 18, someone would have, should have been like, yo, here is a camera, pick this up, see if you enjoy it. Or here's a microphone, go have a conversation with some of your friends. And that's ultimately the reason why I'm doing these things now because I didn't do them 10 and 15 years ago. And so much of what you just said is true because they put you in a box and they tell you what you can and can't do. And then I think we've reached the point in civilization where that's not necessarily the case anymore. I mean, you've got kids on TikTok who are 17 and 18 years old making millions of dollars. They're fucking dancing. Exactly. Like, exactly. So I, I think it's like both a positive and a negative. But like, yeah, I mean, that's why I'm doing more of this shit now. Like you get 24 hours in a day. You don't have to sleep for like 10 of them. I'm not right. saying you, but and like, like I, people. <laughs> and they, and I feel like in high school, they, I don't know why trade schools aren't a bigger deal. Like, you know, like to be like an electrician, you make probably twice as much money as someone with a college degree. And, 100%. and that it's just the weird. Yeah. And now looking, I think that's why I don't want to have, I'm not like wanting to have kids that badly because I couldn't imagine trying to make my kid decide what they want to do with their life. And thinking of how things are evolving so quickly, like, sure. imagine in the year, I don't know, it's, I mean, it, it might be different in college, might not even be a thing in like 20 years, and like, it would be a different process. But that's a lot of pressure, like raising a human being and making sure that they make the correct decisions, just so they're not a 30 year old who's like, Oh, what am I doing with my life? Oh, Do-do-do. I, like, that's such a bad attitude. <laughs> it's such a bad attitude. I've questioned myself so many times over so many years and I just think of like how many nights and how many days I've like given myself unnecessary anxiety because I didn't know what I was supposed to do or what I what my calling was and I, that's just like every fucking human being in the entire scope of humanity like the entire yeah. history of civilization are people who didn't know what they were doing or what they should be doing I mean I thought I was going to be dead at 20, like my entire life. Growing up, I would always say, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to die super young. I don't know why. Cancer, get hit by a bus, whatever. And that's like a very common thing. That's just like, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, morbid, you know, fascination with your own death. It's just like crazy. But like, yeah, you don't have to like put that much pressure on yourself. I mean, you have so much time on your hands right now. Start doing some shit. Figure something out. I mean, you can spend a lot of time bogging yourself down with like, ooh. 32 yeah, I, I mean at least you got a boyfriend right <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true so like, i got that going yeah so like 50 percent of life is in order your personal life locked and stocked and so what you just got to figure out what you got to do to make some money no that's that's no pressure see that's how we're the opposite i feel like i've always you're always like oh i i want to find someone to travel the world with and i want to be in love and this and that and then since you're focusing or thinking about that you put all your energy towards actually doing things that you enjoy and and that's why I think when you do find your person you're going to be so at peace with yourself that like you will be able to give her all your energy and time and have a beautiful life your lips to God's ear my friend (laughs) (laughs) I sure hope so (laughs) you will I swear um but no I feel like you all when you the grass is always greener like I you think I have my personal life in order because I have a boyfriend and I'm in love and I'm like looking at you and I'm admiring you because you're doing all these things that you just enjoy doing and you, you know, are doing it where I'm like, I don't know. It's, I think that's why our friendship works. Right. Yeah. We're just, yeah. We're in different boats, but we're, Paddling up the same river. (laughs) (laughs) So this is going to be like something that you're not going to want to answer, but I want to hear it anyway. 
because I feel like at 32, you're like, oh, I don't know what to do, like whatever. What's like the biggest piece of advice you would give like 20-year-old Ashley? Oh, um, I feel like I try and give my sister advice like in this exact, um, I feel like I would tell her that don't waste so much energy on trying to find I feel like when you're in your 20s you're not necessarily trying to find a husband but you're like every bar you go to you're like you you're like like I remember being in San Francisco at bars seeing guys and be like oh my god I think that's like my husband like (laughs) that's he's like you know I'm like I'm gonna go talk to him and then he ends up being a total douche and I feel like I would tell 20 year old me just find out what interests you the most and like what makes you happy and stop trying to find someone to complete you. Cause I feel like in Ooh, your, a, I love that a girl, a girl in her twenties, like girls in their twenties are always trying to find a boyfriend, you know? And I feel like guys in their twenties are always just trying to find a girl to sleep with. And then obviously yeah. those two don't mix well. And then, that's why I feel like when I found out my boyfriend's age, also when we went on a first date, since we weren't on Bumble, I didn't necessarily know his age. Like, obviously it was in a range that I wanted, but I didn't Just so the know. listeners know, Ashley's boyfriend is 64 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you always talk about him like he's old. It's like... No, he's because... Well, no, because I'm saying, I feel like... <laughs> Yeah, like me being when I was 30 I was like dating 30 year old guys and they are not at my level like well not all not all is well you're five years older than me no you're three years older than me yeah but you're still not at my level (laughs) of what lunaticness or what (laughs) (laughs) no I'm just kidding like no dating an older guy I feel like they are at the same, like they're wanting the same things out of life that you are. But when you're in your twenties, when you're 21 at a bar with a 21 year old guy, you guys do not want the same thing. Yeah, He wants to fuck you and you want to marry him. Yeah. And then it's just a whole thing like that for 10 years. Yep. And then a girl turns 30 and then she meets a guy and then, you know, he's older than her and then it works. I agree with that. I'm not going to argue with that. I think that there's plenty yeah. of like factualness to that statement. I agree. I mean, and you know, Consequently, because of that, like I find myself dating people who are younger because most people our age mm-hmm. have already settled down. I mean, right? I'm definitely in the minority of my friend group. I think I'm the only single. I am the only single person in my friend group. Everyone else is married. That's what. And I always ask you that. Like they don't. I, I feel like your best shot of meeting someone is like a friend of a friend of a friend. But you say, Ashley, I've been asking you to find me a girl for like seventeen I know. years. <laughs> but I, oh my, I. All my, I know. Don't finish the sentence. I know. We don't want to have to cut that. (laughs) No. Yeah. I mean, you'd think, but like at the end of the day, like my friend's friends are our age. They've met their person. They're settled. So it's like, yeah. I mean, if, if, if any of my siblings, like parents get remarried and they've got like that sneaky 26 year old stepsister, like, yo, what's up? Hey. Yeah. How are you? (laughs) What's, uh, what's the (laughs) thing that you're most afraid of in life? Like, what's your biggest fear? Um, I mean, like my biggest fear is like deep water, but do you mean like, (laughs) that's so funny. Like, can you not swim? (laughs) No, I can't swim. I played water polo and swimming in high school, but I just, how did I not know that? Like, that's crazy. I know people, I know people think me playing water polo is really weird, but that's awesome. I think that's like, I did it. That's sweet. Thanks. Um, anyways, but I meant like death, like Like, my biggest fear is dying. But like, yeah, I guess deep water too. Mm, it's scary when you can't see the bottom. You're like, how deep is this? Um, my biggest deep enough fear to keep is swimming. probably, or just like you have you ever swam in a lake where you can't see the bottom and you're yeah. just like, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, 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 swimming. Actually, I learned. Do you know that there's this phobia? Like, you know when they're showing like a video under the water, like in the ocean, and then it's like a a camera and then all of a sudden the titanic appears like you see like a shipwreck at the bottom of the ocean like yeah. and it's like that's like an actual phobia and that i think i have <laughs> it's called like 
Titanic well, you phobia. See, like a in nam in inanimate. What's the word? Inanimate. 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 Object at inanimate. Inanimate. <laughs> yeah. At the bottom of an ocean. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, whatever. That's a phobia. I, um, I was going to say, like, my biggest fear is, is dying. But I think I, I'm, like, I'm starting to mellow on that a little bit as I get older. Uh, probably, I think there's probably something after this. That's why, like, that notion is relaxing me a little bit. So, I'm Like, you're to... afraid of dying in the way of, like, being in pain or, like... Your I'm, life's over. I'm yeah. The the end of life versus like yeah. oh my god, someone stabbed me. That hurts. Yeah. No, more like what is beyond. Because yeah, for a long time I felt that way, and I think recently, like as you get older, you start like reading more and uh, you know watching more movies and like touching on the 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 you know concept of afterlife. And I don't know. I'm a spiritual person. I'm not an overly religious person. I think religion sucks balls. But uh, mm -hmm. I think it's hard to just think like we were some fucking microbes that like came out of a pool, I know. became monkeys, and now we're like on a fucking FaceTime. Like, give me a break. Like, I that's know. just not, I mean, come on. You know, whether God is a he, a she, or an alien, or a supreme intelligence, who the fuck knows? But there just can't be like zero reason that we're here. That would be depressing well, as fuck. What would be the point of living? There's nothing that's after okay. this. That's like, I saw this thing and it was, I don't know what the, but it was trying to show like, have you seen the videos? It's like, it's like, here's earth. And then it zooms out and it's like, shows yeah. you just how big everything is. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that stuff is like, even just hard to wrap your mind around it. Like I can't even think of space and that type of thing. Like it's so crazy, but yeah, I feel like that's how I feel like when I'm like, oh, I want to be a yoga teacher and I'm like but why am I even gonna bother because I'm just gonna die in 30 years and but then I'm like I feel like in the last year and I was telling you this earlier like I'm like I nothing matters but everything matters like yeah and I love that because it's like yeah we're gonna die in 30 years so what does it matter this like podcast you're recording but I'm like well it does matter because like that's what like is life like yeah. like like I'd rather I be don't... talking to you for an hour than like watching The Office yeah. on Netflix. Like, yeah, and it's like being in a negative mindset, thinking like it doesn't matter. We're all gonna die. But yeah, I definitely think death is scary. I think I think it's I I fear it more, and like I feel bad for people who are here when I die and who have to like miss me and and you know. Like that breaks my heart thinking Don't of you think like that's like super assumptive that like people are, I'm just kidding <laughs> people are gonna miss you when you're oh my gone. God. <laughs> I'm just kidding, yeah no I agree I like yeah and I I think that like leads into such a larger conversation in general about life and yeah I mean I think about that a lot too like you know that's uh yeah do you believe in like do you think not a parallel universe but do you think that there's another Earth with humans like us somewhere? I don't think there are parallel universes, meaning like there's not another John Pachuto having a conversation with like a redheaded Ashley Gatton in universe like yeah. 1670, whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it would be very unlikely that we are the only sentient, intelligent life out there. I mean, right. it just, it it seems unlikely. Um, right. I've got some good books that I can recommend that you read that like touch upon it and like discuss about it and like things like the Fermi paradox and like all these things that like pose questions about like where is the other life out there? Um, I yeah. just think it's so fucking big. I mean, it's not like going to like another continent and not seeing any people. It's like, you know, mm -hmm. space mm -hmm. and time that you can't imagine. So, yeah, I, uh, I definitely think there is uh, other intelligent life out there for sure. Um, out of curiosity, um, you and I have been talking for like an hour now, um, and we've talked about yoga twice. What is like your biggest dream? Like what, like, what is the number one thing you want most out of like a week next week? It could be like, I want to go eat at this restaurant or like 27 years from now. Like what's your biggest dream? John, I didn't know this was going to be you asking me questions about 
and I have to like look inside of myself. Now you're making me feel like I need to make an appointment to see a therapist. I thought I was your this, therapist. All this, this all these years, I thought I was. This is, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, 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 um. Honestly, I want to see my mom. Like, I would like. That's why I got this fucking vaccine. That's the only reason because. Who knows what it's going to do to our bodies? I'm sure it's going to do nothing, but who it's honestly, nothing. who really yeah. knows? But I know. Um, but no, it makes her feel comfortable if I'm vaccinated. So sure. that's why. I mean, she's been home alone for like a year and a half, and I'm sure she's. That's tough. She needs to see people and be hugged. Um, yeah. And also, I don't know if my boyfriend's going to listen to this podcast. I hope but, he does. Um, Come on, Jake. I know. I, he probably. He probably will. Um, I'm going to be in your wedding, really, bro. You got to listen. <laughs> you can be our photographer. I was just saying, I'm going to oh, fucking like, marry you. I'm going to be your officiant. <laughs> Dearly yeah, beloved, to, he, we have gathered here today. <laughs> I could do it. I'm gonna, I'm literally, after we hang up, I'm getting ordained. I'm doing it. I feel like I'm surprised you're not. I feel like you're the person to be ordained already. That's funny. Uh, my brother has actually ordained and has performed two weddings. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been in so many weddings. I might as well get ordained and start, like, putting people on. But, yeah, no, I'm not. I should be, though. I'm surprised you're not. Yeah. Um, I might just fuck around and start my own religion, you know. It's a really good way to I get mean, rich. <laughs> Did you ever watch that that thing on Amazon about um it wasn't the Kool-Aid drinker people it's another one. Oh, the one in Waco, Texas. Oh, fuck yeah. That was a lot. That was like a lot. Oh, like pe- yeah, yeah, this world religion. And like, I feel like it. I could do that like way more positivity and a lot less death. So like episode right? this is episode like I don't know, 7 or 8 or 9. I don't know which when I'm going to post this. Uh, but like two episodes after that, I'm going to be announcing my, my new religion <laughs> coming the... soon. TBD. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, we, uh, we spent a pretty awesome hour together and I'm super thankful for your time today. I can't wait to do this again and have a further conversation with you just about life and, and what your, uh, three to five new hobbies and or jobs are after, uh, this episode. Um, but that's going to be it for today. Uh, when I wrap up a podcast, I like to do a recommendation. Could be a movie, TV show, uh, pair of shoes. Um, just something that I recommend to people that I think that they can get some benefit out of. And uh, so, yeah, what's uh, what's something that you recommend? Um, I'm addicted to chapstick. And since being in Los Angeles and being in the sun more than New York, I was like trying to get a new chapstick because the air wasn't as dry. Um, and I found Vaseline is it the brand's Vaseline, but it's all over body balm. It's a jelly stick and using that on your lips is so much better than using regular chapstick. Interesting. I think I use a Vaseline, uh, chapstick, chapstick or like, you know, it's Vaseline brand chapstick. Yeah. But I, this one is like, I'm super obsessed with chapstick. I, I, I mean, I have incredible lips and like I, have been waiting a long time to kiss someone new. So like I've been prepping with like ultimate skincare, <laughs> lip care right. for, uh, for the day that I, I can kiss someone and hopefully not die again. Um, my recommendation is uh, I'm going to recommend my whoop. I got a whoop. Uh, it's a fitness tracker, sleep tracker. Um, it's pretty cool. It like gives you so much insight into, and also obviously this is not sponsored by whoop, but like, what's up whoop? sponsor me i've never even heard of that oh it's great i'll send you my link you save like i think 30 or 40 bucks um but it tracks everything that you do like so it tracks my sleep which i find super useful because i sleep terribly um and it gives you metrics by how you should like perform on a daily basis so let's say you get like a full night's eight hours of sleep it's really deep good sleep your body is more primed to have a heavy load of a workout that following day. So it gives you recommended uh, exertion levels on how much you should, you know, work out or, or strain yourself. That's what it's called, strain, uh, the next day. And I find the insights super useful because if I ever notice that, like, I'm not sleeping good for multiple nights, but I am still working out, I'll take a day off. And then it's amazing how much my body reacts to the benefit uh, of taking that day off. So I find it super useful. 
and it's really good. Nice. Um, but thanks so much for doing this with me. I, uh, I'll link up your whatever social medias that you want me to include in the notes below. Uh, definitely throw your, uh, your TikTok on there for sure. Um, but <laughs> I'm so glad that we're friends. I'm so glad that we met on Twitter. You're one of the greatest people I know. I love you. Have a great rest of your day. Be well. Oh, John, I love you too. Thank you. I'm proud of you. Thank you.